This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, January 31st, 2016. The Gospel is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 4, verses 21 through 30. The message is by Father Ron Baird. In today's Gospel lesson, we have um, the embarking of Jesus upon his mission It starts off, he goes home after all the excitement of being baptized and the miracles that he performed at Capernaum when he came back up the Jericho side of uh, the Jordan River. And then um, he goes home and goes to the synagogue on a Saturday morning. Um, And so every week at the synagogue, they would ask someone, usually someone well-respected, someone well-known, you know, somebody who they knew could read well um, and to... um, who would um, expound upon the scriptures profoundly. But they'd heard about what Jesus has done. They're very proud of their hometown boy. And so, you know, he's like the local kid from the church, done good. And so they, they ask him to read the scriptures. And so he picks up the scroll of the prophet Isaiah and reads from it. And he reads about the year of the Lord's favor, when Jubilee is being declared and the oppressed and captive have been set free. And then he says, today... In your hearing, this scripture has been fulfilled. Well, you know, you can imagine what it's like for everybody. Oh, didn't he say everything so well? I mean, he, 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 you know, we raised him right, didn't we? I mean, we're so proud of him. He was so eloquent. We could hear his Hebrew was perfect. He spoke Aramaic usually. But his Hebrew was perfect. You know, it, it, it's so wonderful to have a nice young man like that in church. And Jesus, knowing that this is all just superficial gobbledygook, that it means absolutely nothing, says to them, doubtless you will tell me, physician, heal thyself. And what? (laughs) You know, that doesn't seem very nice. And then he goes on to say, I suppose that you would want me to repeat the miracles that I did in Capernaum for you here today. But I tell you, a prophet is not with honor except for in his own hometown. But I tell you that when the heavens were shut up and Elijah uh, had for six months and there was famine on the earth, Elijah didn't go to the Israelites to do the miracles. He went to a woman in Sidon, which was a Gentile woman. And it was there that he performed his miracle. And when Elisha you know, healed um, the person. He, there were lots of people in Israel who were lepers who undoubtedly could have been healed. But it was to Naaman. He went, you remember Naaman? He was one of the talking donkey. Um, and so, you know, he, he said he went to Naaman, the Cushite, to perform his miracle. Well, that really ticked them off <laughs> big time. Because basically, he had seen through their superficial, superficiality and had gone straight to the core of what it was that they really wanted. And they were going to kill him. So they drug him out of the synagogue and they took him up to the top of the cliff that Nazareth is built just beside. And they were going to throw him off. And somehow or other, it says he escaped in their midst. Don't really know how that happened. It sort of got lost in the crowd, I guess, and moved on out. It's the perfect kind of example of the kind of love that Paul is not talking about in today's epistle. But unfortunately, it's the kind of love that a lot of churches have. Um, if not most. It's that superficial kind of love. You know, from the 11th commandment, you all know the 11th commandment? Thou shalt be polite. (laughs) That's the 11th commandment. You always be polite. And so, 
And so he knows that their love for him is not genuine. It's not deep. It's not real. It's just, you know, a surface painting. They want everything to look nice and feel nice. After all, they're in church, right? Well, Paul talks about love. He says, you know, if you can speak with the greatest eloquence of anybody on earth and you have not love, you are nothing more than a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Do you all know what a clanging cymbal sounds like? It's not good. <laughs> I could show you if you want. I'll go get a different bang on <laughs> It's cacophony is what it is, just noise. And he says, you can have all the knowledge in the world. You can be the smartest person on the earth. But if you don't have love then your knowledge is useless to you. And he says, and, and you can have faith so great that you could say to a mountain, be picked up and moved there, and it would be. But if you don't have love, then your faith is worthless. And then he goes on to talk about what this love is. Now, this love that he talks about is not like the kind of love that we think of in the world. And as a matter of fact, here in, in the 21st century, particularly in America, probably in other countries too, but particularly in America, we have a love epidemic going on. Because there are lots of people who believe in love. They just don't have a clue what it means. You know, for most people, being in love is about how you feel about somebody. You know, if you love somebody, then you feel good about them. Isn't that right? But what about loving the people we don't feel good about? You know, unless you're better than I am, I'm not able to always feel good about everybody. There are times that some of you people really irk me. Really? Imagine. <laughs> and I would think I probably would irk you too, except that I'm never wrong. Because <laughs> if I was going to be wrong, then I wouldn't do that, right? <laughs> That's what the de 